Hello, and thank you so much for tuning in to my Thursday thoughts after the book release of The Broken Road to Mental Health in Life and in Business. Thank you so much for listening today. Thank you for listening to my book that I read uh, August 11th. And since then, we're at 303 of people that listen to the podcast reading of the book. So before we get started, and I just thought to say this, if you have read the book, and you've purchased it on Amazon, would you like do a review for me on Amazon? That would be so super nice. Um, If you don't, that's cool too, but I would really love that. Or, you know, just let me know what you thought. That would be great. It fuels me to continue. And I also want to mention that it was invigorating to read this book on the podcast and make it available for free for everybody. And I would like to do some more things to help others for free and leave some good information or offer some valuable tips on some of the things that I've done on my broken road to mental health. So it would be great if you subscribed. So out of all the episodes I've ever done, (laughs) and I don't even know how many, I've done so many interviews on this podcast, I have never asked for anybody to subscribe until right now. So would you would you subscribe? That would be like awesome. Thanks. Have a good day. Everybody, thanks so much for tuning in today for the Thursday thoughts and a little bit of a thankful Thursday after the book release. The book was released on August 11th and that was my mom's birthday and my 25th sober anniversary. And I'm happy to announce to you today that 303 people have listened to the reading of my book on this podcast. And I'm so grateful and happy and overwhelmed. And I'm just blown away by not knowing who listened. (laughs) Like I know a few people that did. Obviously, some friends and family members did. Some people read the book and then listened to the podcast reading. So the book will take you about two hours, maybe two and a half at max to read. I purposely wanted it to be a quick read because I myself love to consume books, but I'd much prefer to listen to them than to read them. And if I am going to read them, I don't want them to be too long. So I had all of that in mind when I was writing the book in the very room that I'm in right now. So I am sitting back in what I call the tree room, uh, tree table talk at the ring, the collaborative workspace that Alyssa and I work at. She is currently in the office doing 13th Avenue media stuff. And I am sitting in here reflecting and thinking about what message I want to give to you about what's gone on since the book release. Well, so much. So it was only a little over a month ago, really. And being at the hotel in Clearwater Beach, because I've listened back to the podcast. I've cried myself listening to the podcast. I felt bad for me, like I was a character that I was reading about. Um, Especially, you know, because when you hear somebody else cry and you know it's real, you can't even help it. You have to cry along with them. And I laughed a few times at my ridiculous thoughts that I brought in and how some of it was muffled 
because I was sitting in the uh, Hilton Clearwater Beach Hotel on the floor. And if I moved, I, I, I would forget that I was, you know, on this podcast and that it was sensitive to maybe movement. So anyway, I digress. Um, I will tell you that a lot has occurred. Uh, wonderful things. I was interviewed on American Medicine Today, and that was wonderful. I got to share the moment with Ethan Yoker, or Yoker, actually. Sorry, Ethan. Well, I shouldn't say I'm sorry because he pronounced my name wrong too. Um, on the radio, I'm kidding, but it's true. And uh, I got to have this conversation with a bunch of people I didn't know besides him. And he divulged um, his own struggle about depression and he had tried to um, end his life at a young age, just like myself. And then another uh, radio host shared about their anxiety. So it was just really, it really is amazing what happens when you start the conversation. You realize how many people are affected by mental health issues, by suicidal thoughts, depression, alcoholism, drug addiction. And I wanted to be able to share some of what has happened since the book came out. Of course, the most impactful was my parents and how they called me as soon as it was over. Well, they listened to it and they read the book. I think my mom read the book first and then listened to the podcast. It was the same for my dad. And they both read it separately and shared their own thoughts. And it was, um, you know, I think it was, I know it was very difficult for them to read, but I think the best part about it is that it has opened up this great dialogue and really being able to show the record of what we've all been through as a family and still strong and better than ever because of it. I don't, I, I know for sure that I would not be the person I am today if I did not go through all of those hard times. And um, I have a great appreciation for life today. As a matter of fact, I rode my bike this morning over the Bel Air Causeway, like I do often. And I sat in my favorite spot on Howard Drive and meditated for five minutes. I went up from three to five minutes as of uh, 9-11, I made a new commitment to myself to do that. And I know it's not huge, but, you know, little little increments of just trying to be better every day is just the goal. Because if we put real unrealistic expectations on ourselves, we tend not to do anything at all, right? I know you can relate to that. So um, besides my parents and their um, opportunity to share some of the things that they were going through while I was away, as we called it, in um, in the book. And I think they feel a sense of relief that it's out there, too, because I, I know that not many people, even in their lives, really understood the depths of how much this disease of addiction and alcoholism affects the entire family. It's like a it's like a tornado going through everybody's life. And there's after effects that need to be dealt with. Um, I also had a really wonderful two-hour conversation with my brother, my younger brother, Sean. Sean, as we say in New York, and Sean, as they say here in Florida. I have had great conversations with so many people. Um, one of the 
most difficult conversations I've had was with a dear friend of mine who will not be mentioned, but she had lost her son to suicide on August 9th. So my book came out on the 11th and she read, well, she listened to my podcast um, and she would cry herself to sleep listening to it after losing her son. And, you know, I know that you've all heard that very cliche thing that some people say that there's no amount of money that could be greater than what they've experienced in terms of knowing that they might've helped somebody else. Well, that for sure uh, is the feeling that I felt not just hearing from my dear friend who so tragically lost her son, but for so many people that have experienced loss and not just to suicide, but also to alcoholism and overdoses. And so it's been, it's been tremendous actually. Uh, Right after the book came out, uh, I was able to speak at the Working Women in Tampa Bay conference with my friend Mallory who owns an incredible company that produces software to go through mental health questions at doctor's offices. And she was kind enough to, you know, say some really nice things on stage about the book. And, you know, I gotta say, it's been really nice to hear everybody's feedback. I can promise you this. If you are so lucky to write a book one day about your own life and people share their thoughts with you. It will mean everything to you. Uh, It still does after the hundreds of messages that I've gotten. Every single one of them has affected me. And I've gotten messages through text, through phone calls, through Facebook messages. Um, I got a letter in the mail that was wonderful. My, my dear friend sent me a letter, handwritten, who wasn't typed, which I loved too. And I think she drew flowers on the envelope, which I also loved. And then when you do have people in your life that you know have read it or don't know if they've read it, but you know that they have it and it's about your life and you feel like you're close to them and they haven't said anything to you. That makes me, I won't speak in third person, that makes me reflect upon the relationships that I have. So that's me being uh, as transformation, I don't mean transformation, what am I saying? As transparent as I was in reading the book to you, I want to remain that way. I want to remain very honest and very true to how I'm feeling, although I have found it is quite uncomfortable for people to hear and That has been the only struggle. Everything else has been great. Everything. I mean, you just, you can't put a price tag on knowing that you might've helped somebody in some small way to help them understand what the mind of a depressed person is like, or just sharing your testimony with somebody else can be very powerful. So the amount of love that I've gotten since is paramount to anything else. But, you know, I have another friend that wrote a book a few years ago, and I'll never forget her sharing with me how grateful she was that she gave me her book and she read it that night. 
I mean, she gave me her book and I read it that night and I couldn't wait to call her and tell her what I thought about it. And, um, and that's how I have felt when I know that others have had the book and have not said anything or, or put out cryptic messages on social media, but don't actually say if they've read it or listened to it or it's, it's interesting. You do want the people that you think love you to read such a, a personal um, book, but I am learning to work on my ego. I have been listening a lot to, you know, my Super Soul Sundays and Eckhart Tolle and riding my bike and meditating and Jay Shetty. And I feel like they feed my soul when every time I'm in doubt or it's ego, it, it, maybe it's just because they haven't had time. But um, it, it is a very personal thing. So uh, you can't, I couldn't help but feel personally affected by some of that. That's just being a little, maybe even too transparent because, you know, God knows I've had some really strong conversations over the last few months and I can live without any more, actually. I just had uh, lunch today with my my dear, dear friend, Michelle uh, Gervais, and we talked for two hours about just that, you know, that when you are an empath or when you are somebody that really, really does a lot to help others. It's hard when you don't feel like you get it in return. That's just the truth, you know? And um, I think a lot of people suffer with their own demons. And that's one of the reasons I put the book out there is for all of us to be aware of that. So I'm aware of it myself. Um, I had a very hard conversation with one friend in particular that um, and we haven't spoken since, that I I have to reflect and realize that I'm moving in the direction of wanting to stay true to myself and be very transparent, just like I was in the book. And it's, like I said, it's just not, it's not easy for everybody. So moving on from that, let me share with you some of the messages that I've gotten um, just so you maybe can be encouraged to share something difficult that you might have gone through with somebody, with all of the wonderful um, platforms that we have today on social media, on, a, on this podcast. On You can create your own podcast on Anchor FM. It's very easy. I'm doing it right now. You know, there's a multitude of ways that you could get the message out, just sharing something with somebody. If you know they're going through a problem that you have gotten through and you're on the other side, sharing what that experience was like or tips to get through things, you'd be surprised how many people would benefit from your story. Um, and I have felt because I was graced with the privilege to stay alive and to persevere and to recover from an insidious disease such as alcoholism and addiction, depression, that it would be very selfish of me actually not to try to help somebody else. So I will leave that thought with you before I read some of these um, notes that I've gotten. I'm not attaching any names to any of them, but I do want you to know that this is just simply by me being transparent and candid about my own life and not having any shame around it because we all make mistakes. We're all human. So here's a few. 
Uh, let's see. I read your whole book on the way home. All I can say is, wow, I thought it was absolutely great and extremely brave and courageous to put all of it down on paper for everyone to see. You should be very proud of yourself. Here's another. I just finished the book in a hotel room. It's perfect and inspiring in so many ways. I can't believe we ever lost that person for so many years, but I realized the journey led you to an even greater version of yourself. Another one. So I'm on chapter six, listening to you, which I love that some people have read it and they've shared their thoughts and some people have listened to it. And I I really feel like the listening has impacted a lot more people. But um, this one shared that she was on chapter six listening and she's shed so many tears and can't seem to find the right words. I just want you to know how much I love you and so unbelievably proud. What you're doing is seriously going to help so many people. I just want to say thank you for being so real. We need more people like you in this world, and I'm so grateful you made it through to share your story. The podcast really made me feel, this is a different one, really made me feel like you were present in the room as I listened. I felt that when you asked to take a deep breath with you, I did. That made me smile just as I read that to you. I haven't reread any of these. I just have kept them all. Um, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for giving me that book. What a story. You were so young. The chapter of you in Detroit had my attention. Now, here's something interesting about Detroit, right? So I'm going to put this out there, and maybe somebody will give me their feedback about it. But there are these uh, conventions, world conventions, that go on uh, every five years in the 12-step recovery program that I belong to. And ironically, the one in 2020 is in Detroit, Michigan. So, you know, I talk about listening to the whispers and paying attention to all the signs. So, oh God, I have no idea if I'm just being led to go to that as well. But everything in my being is telling me I should. We'll see. Lots of weddings coming up in 2020. One being my brother that I'll be attending. And, um big trip to Ireland. And so we'll see. Anyway, here's another one. Been listening to your podcast. Uh, It is brave to speak the truth and brave to be vulnerable, but we need more of that in this world. I strive to be transparent and honest, but some things I keep hidden. I think we should be proud of our stories, even the darkest times, because where we are now really speaks of what those times taught us and made us into. That's very important, everybody, for you to hear that. You know, it really is like, I know when I meet somebody that is really extremely nice or really grateful, I know that they've been through really hard times. It's a given for me. It's very easy for me to pick out. Uh, The nicest people in the world typically have been through adversity. So they have an easier way to empathize with others. So be aware of that. You know, if you can tap into sharing some of those moments, you'd be surprised at how much you are not alone. You are not alone. So another one with listening to me broke down while I was listening. You've come to the other side. I also suffer with depression and struggle every day, but thank God after two attempts in my life, I'm still here. Can you imagine what that was like for me to read? I mean, I, and there are so many of these. Um, yeah that it was uplifting towards the end. Cause it is, you know, the, the greatest part about it is that I'm still alive. I'm still here to talk about it. So 25 years later, why wouldn't I, why wouldn't I try to share some of the things that have gotten me through 
some of the darkest times in my life. It was a very long time ago. So, and just to really take you to where I am today, I mean, I'm going to leave here. I'm going to put this podcast up. I'm going to probably have to ask Alyssa to help me. And she's so great. She always helps me Um, because I have to go to a country club for an event with a doctor. (laughs) And then I'm going to a concert with my husband. Like, this is my life today. In a million years, when I was suffering through my worst times, did I ever think anybody would want me to sit at a table with them, let alone a physician, and be proud of the fact that I'm joining them. And this person too, this doctor knows what I went through. So don't think for a second that, you know, if you are a true and true person and you do the right thing and you help others, people won't judge you. They will be thrilled that you're still here. Um, All right. So let me just share another one. I'm in California. I didn't want to text you. I finished your book last night. I was blown away with your honesty and strength and humor. There is some humor in there. Um, Lots of people telling me that Amazon driver just dropped off the book. I loved that. Lots of people took pictures of my book. Um, One in particular took it from um, Greece, other places and took pictures of themselves. One from London, my cousin from London. And um, it just made me feel so great. So I want to thank you for reading the book or listening to the book. And I do hope that you will tell somebody else that might be suffering, maybe just give them the book, you know, because sometimes it's very difficult to approach the subject. And maybe if they just read somebody else's story and saw that there was light at the end of the tunnel, because that's what helped me. When I was able to relate with other people, I did not feel so alone and I knew there was hope. So, all right, well, I'm going to wrap it up because somebody needs to get into this room, which is good because 20 minutes is long enough because of all our short attention spans. But know that I sent my book to Oprah. I sent it to um, Gary Vaynerchuk, of course. I sent it to Logic. I sent it to Ben, Tuesdays with Ben, my counselor. I also sent it to Psychology Today, and I've gotten some great suggestions of where else I should send it. So, you know, I would love to hear your thoughts. If you did read it and you wanted to share something with me or ask me a question, there are many methods today that I use to stay far, far away from that depression that I never thought would go away. Um, One of them is exercising and eating right and really just doing nice things for other people is... um, is a great way to, to feel good about yourself. It's free too. So thank you. I love you. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for supporting and please pass it on to somebody that you think it might help. Thank you. Bye. The broken road. It's a pretty good road. Bye.